Welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. And today we're, we have the great joy of talking about feelings, which is just making me feel happy, just even at the thought of us talking about our feelings. Are you being sarcastic? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you talk about your I feelings, don't want to. Andy. <laughs> Leave me alone. What do you feel? No. Let's right. do a different podcast. Okay, what are we talking about? We're not just talking about feelings. We're not. We're talking about how not to drown under them. Yeah, because they're powerful really, aren't they? What they we are. feel. And um, we know at LL that we um, are often talking to people about the the challenge really that God gives us not to just bury our feelings and disconnect from our feelings because we don't know what to do with it. Especially, ne- well, I mean, usually we bury negative feelings but um, another word could be emotions. But we bury these negative feelings, but we don't realise that we sort of aren't clever enough just to bury negative ones. We end up burying everything. Yeah, and we kind of lose part of who we are, really, mm-hmm. when we do that. Yeah. So, I mean, we could talk. We could, if we wanted to. We could talk about why, what kind of um, feelings we bury um, and why we might do it, which would probably be about five hours long. Yeah. So we probably shouldn't go there. I suppose the bottom line is we bury what we don't know how to cope with. Do you think that's true? Well, I think we do one or two things. We either bury it mm-hmm. because we don't know how to handle it or we are consumed by it mm-hmm. and we don't know how to handle it. But, yeah. but both ways around, you don't know how yeah. to handle it. So for me, I am more naturally able to bury it. You are, you are, you dig deep, babe. It's a gift. Deep. It is a gift. And, uh, and you used to. You don't like it. Anymore. Well, annoyingly, being married to you, you That's were not able. me. It's gone. No, I know, but you, you used to be able to pick it. It's almost, the Lord used you, maybe. Well, I'm good at picking like a little spot or that something. That's true. So maybe that's a gift in I have. But I didn't even know I was doing it, but I would just bury. I'd just bury my feelings because I just had felt, oh, I've got to be strong and I'll hold it together. And But the truth was, that actually, I was still drowning under it. I just didn't realise. Drowning on the inside. Drowning on the inside. And then I was, I've always been the other extreme, which is Mrs. Emotional. Let it all hang out. Yep. (laughs) It's true. Dangerously true. But there we go. So, and most of us fall into a category one or the other, don't we? And we've learned, maybe we've learned through our childhood, maybe we've copied parents, maybe we've done the absolute opposite. Maybe we've just learned it ourselves. We just have learned, and you know, and for for some people, it, burying emotions is really because there wasn't anybody there. There wasn't anyone, you know. If you haven't been taught how to express yourself, right, then you don't know what to do with these feelings. Yeah, don't, I've suddenly got all these feelings. I've got all these insecurities. All these things that are going through on the inside. They go around our stomach, don't they? And, you know, they need expressing. And if there isn't somewhere safe to express that, you have to just shut it down just to exist. I was just thinking as well, like at Ella, we have this great privilege, don't we? We meet loads of different people from all kinds of different walks of life. And we get to often hear the story of their life more than more than you would in normal relationships. Do you think that normal life people don't? talk like they do we live in our little culture of LL where oh tell me all the deepest things of your life that is true but but it is a privilege isn't it and the thing is with it you often the theme with it often is that people are they just had to go into survival mode for whatever reason because of what was going on at home whatever so they didn't have the luxury of being able to express their emotions or have people help them 
to share their feelings or all those kind mm-hmm. of things. So they just had to survive. Yes. But not everybody who shuts off their emotions has come from that kind of no. background. Sometimes it is. I think sometimes it can even be more of a personality trait. I think yep. that in, inherently we are carnal, aren't we? And part of carnality is that we we want to be in control. Right. So, you know, burying emotions is just a it's just a way of being in control. It's a way of keeping yourself safe. True. In some ironic way, maybe me being very in touch with my emotions was a way of being in control, a way of, you know, this is who I am. This is this is what I feel. I've just got to share it and talk about it. And, you know, it, it, but it wasn't healthy. So we've got to find that healthy place. Yeah. And the healthy place actually will, it will be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like yes. if you think of the range of expression of emotion, actually it's not helpful for everybody to be super emotional and able to express their feelings all the time. It would be a very noisy life, wouldn't it? It would be chaotic. It would. It would be absolutely chaotic. So the thing is that there are, we're all made differently. So We're on a spectrum, we're on a We are on a spectrum, Catherine. Yes, we are. And the, the key for us is, Lord, what is, what is a healthy version of me? What is true me? Yeah. Like, true me, but... And can I express what... I mean, the, yeah. the key is, can I really express what I feel when it's appropriate to express that mm-hmm. or do I feel restricted mm-hmm. and held back? Yeah. And also, can I express what I feel, but make sure that that has boundaries so it doesn't overstep into other people's territory, you right. know, because we right. can use our emotions to overwhelm not just ourselves, but other people. So going back to burying it, Andrew, um, what do you think is... Um, what what would be some of the things that are kind of like those messages that are going on inside that are, you said you said for you it was I've got to be strong and you're not you're not consciously thinking I have to be strong you're just subconsciously inside this sort of drive I've got to be strong I've got to keep it together for everybody mm. um, do you think sometimes like a message of which is stupid to be to feel that, I think. I think for sure you can feel yourself. You could feel embarrassed about mission. it. Like mm. I don't want. I don't want anyone to see that I'm upset. So I'm just going to hide mm. it. Yeah. And then, do you think that when when we're coming to God, when you know, like you know, we're understanding God cares about the things that are going on in my life. It's some of those big obstacles, I guess, that we can have in the way that would be things like, well, does God even care about this, or does God right. want me to be strong and to be better and does he really care about my feelings? I want to ask you a question, Andy, oh, no. because you are a man. Here we go. And I could be in trouble for being sexist, but... There's a good chance. Yeah. Right. Men. Yes. Tell me about men. I live with lots of men. <laughs> Is that three the question? Three sons. I had three brothers. Yeah. I have a husband. You are going to enlighten us all, all women. You're going to enlighten them. Oh, this days. is your moment. No, seriously, do you think it's harder for men to own that they have feelings? Well, thank you for your question, Catherine, which I've considered um, briefly in my male brain. (laughs) And my response to you is um, that men and women are different. Well, I already knew that. Yeah. But But then you need to accept it. it. Is it girly to have feelings? Is there a is there a is there an obstacle for a man? There can be for yeah. sure. There can be, and, and I think a lot of that is cultural. Mm-hmm. And certainly in the culture in the UK, 
I don't know if it's as much as it was, but certainly there was a sense of, yeah. you know, big boys don't cry. It's a sign of weakness. That's, that isn't right that you do that. So then you have to suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. You know, and that is not a healthy culture because we have to remember that God has feelings and he expressed those without any mm-hmm. hindrance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think we make a mistake. It's wrong for us to have a belief that as a man, it's weak or girly or whatever to have emotions and feelings. I think as a but woman. But they will be expressed differently, won't they? I think as a woman, I think we need to put that down that it's wrong to have feelings or it's it's yeah. girly. Oh well I'm not a girly girl. So I you know, I mean we we get stuck in these sort of boxes. I know I I know I was yeah. the one who started it, but they're so dangerous, aren't they? Because yeah. we are who we are and we're made male and female, of course we are. Right. But that is even that, there's a there's a big variety on what it means to be a woman or what it means to be a man. And and I think just having that freedom, we're made in God's image and God has feelings. And mm. so we have feelings. So we have to, in a way, all of us put down that, that, that shame that the enemy would bring or this, this pride or whatever that, yeah. that it's weakness. Actually, it's think, just being real. But also don't you think it's, it, if we can express our emotions in a healthy way, our feelings in a, in a healthy way, then that actually is so beneficial for us. Yeah, massively. Like it actually helps us to, it, it brings a release to us. It's like if you have Freedom. a really big laugh, a really good laugh with somebody, yeah. you feel, it just makes you feel better. But also remembering that God gave men tear ducts as well as women and actually mm-hmm. to cry, actually every now and then, I'll feel a bit overwhelmed and I've got no shame in saying it, but I'll, I'll cry and, it'll, and actually by doing that, by expressing just that sense of overwhelm about something, Actually, it does bring a release. Well, let's be honest, Jesus cried. Yeah. So there you go. Exactly. So it's good, really, isn't it? So, it is. right. So we talk, So we talked about burying it. And now, right. So I, the reason I came up with us talking about this podcast was because I had, um, I got all our team together today and I had a little chat, a little um, chat in the lounge. Because at LL, we're talking about this all the time about not burying emotions. So then it's good to have emotions, but then what happens when your emotions start to just, or your feelings just start to run wild? And what am I meant to right. do with that? And How do I function? How do I function? Yeah. And all of, you know, and it, you start to drown in it. So we were just having an honest chat as a team about what do we do with this? And so. And what were your conclusions? Then I thought this would be a great podcast. Now, I'd like to ask so you I the question. Li- I'm, just try- I'm, I'm, de- I'm deflecting your question, but I would just like to point out that I have literally spent all day chatting. Well, that's great. I'm chatting now and I was chatting earlier. Yeah. That's that's all I do. Chat. Yeah. It's my job. Well done. Right. So how did I get onto that? Oh, that we were talking about drowning, like that we can go to another extreme and that we can feel like we're drowning and that our feelings suddenly having packed, tried to pack them away for however much of your life. Now I'm letting them out and I'm letting God into it. And I've, you know, as we surrender to God and we, if we do, if we have been someone who's packed it away, we surrender to God and we say, I want you to come in. And then he starts to come in. Right. And then it can get really messy. Yeah. And all these feelings now are coming to the surface. And what am I meant to do with that? So that is where we are going. What do we do now? All these feelings are coming to the surface. What do we do with them? Well, because it can feel overwhelming, can't it? And then it it ends up 
it it then ends up kind of controlling our life. So I can't function properly. I can't do my work. I can't have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. I feel embarrassed. I've, I, well, I, you I've, end up I in a loop, don't you? Yeah, and I don't know that I feel like I can ever get hold of it again. It's a little bit... Remember when we lived... Um, do you remember when we were in Australia and we used to go to the beach, of course, because it's amazing, and the waves in Australia were brilliant, weren't they? Was Huge cool. waves. But if you think about emotions or feelings like that, when they're when they when it feels like they've got control, it literally feels like one big wave hits you. And when you got hit by one of these big waves, sometimes you'd flip over. You wouldn't even know which way was up, mm. and then you'd just about get yourself back up again. And then the next one would come, and then you just, you know. So I think these feelings, when they're in that kind of way, they they have that sense with them. Like, will this Real ever power. stop? I just about yeah. feel like I've just about got it together again, and then here they come again. And that feels very overwhelming. Yeah. So one of the things that we were talking about is what is a healthy way to manage our emotions, but and emotion, manage our feelings. But really, it's a bit of a trick question, really, isn't it? Because I think that's where we go wrong. We think we've got to manage yeah. our feelings. And, and well, no, as I say that, we there is an element that we do have to manage our feelings. Because if we think it's all just over to God now, that is when we get overwhelmed because it is over to God, but yet he's given us a free will and choices. And and one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Mm. So there's a rightness to that. Mm. I mean, if you think about kids, I often think about this with feelings and emotions and expression. If you think of young kids, oftentimes they don't have that barrier to their emotions coming out. Like if they're upset, you know about it. Do you right? remember our kids in Toys R Us? Oh, don't go there. It's bringing up some... Traumatic Too many memories. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. Stop. Oh, okay, one of our our eldest son, Jacob, he was addicted, like literally addicted. In a bad to, way. In a bad and healthy way. <laughs> to Thomas the Tank Engine. And we used to, because we're cheapskates, we'd go on day, day outings and spend hours in Toys R Us. Just let, value, him, just let him stand in front in the aisle with all the Toys R Us, the, um, all Thomas the Thomas the Tank Engine toys. Yeah. Just press the buttons, you just look at them. But when it was home time. We used to literally psych ourselves up, didn't we? Like, pick him up and run for the door. Go for it, and Go for it. Just grab him. And you'd get him like a, um, what's that, a, a rugby, rugby ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> we'd head out the door. I'd oh. open the car door, you'd bail him in. He'd have his arch back. We'd have to break his back to pin him into the car seat and drive home. Yeah. Sometimes bribery with a bit of McDonald's. McDonald's would do it, yeah. <laughs> We did that for a long, then and then Ben came along and we did the same thing, but he was addicted to balls. Yeah, footballs, basketballs. Oh, dear children. Anyway, the emotions are out there, right? So a good parent knows when to say, actually, that's not okay, emotion. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should have done. We should have probably done that. Probably. A bit late for that now. Grandkids. Other, we'll other try people the grandkids can learn. In the future. Um, so... A good parent says, actually, that's that's not okay. But then there are other times where, of course, it's okay. Let your emotions out and you can you can express mm-hmm. it. But you want to, you, you're parenting the process, aren't you? Yours. Ooh, I've got a good example of that. Yes. When, I, when it was good parenting. Oh, well done. Is it yes. you or me? No, it was me. Oh, well done. Yeah. So we, um, Isaac um, was going to the dentist. Well, actually, I was going to the dentist and Isaac was coming with me. Oh. And he was just, um, I think he was like two years old. And he'd had a, and I was just having my teeth checked and he was colouring in the corner. But he'd had, a few weeks earlier, he'd had a fall in our house on tiles and um, he'd battered his lip and his tooth a little bit. 
didn't think anything of it, but he'd got this ulcer that wouldn't go away. Well, so we get to the dentist and I say, oh, you wouldn't just have a look at this um, thing in Isaac's mouth. Just so Isaac gets in the chair like, oh, this is a great game, you know, having just watched me do it. And the dentist takes one look, look at it and says, that's not an ulcer. That's an abscess. And we need to take the tooth out. And poor Isaac, honestly, it was awful. Literally thinking it was all a great game, suddenly gets pinned down in this chair and stuck a needle into him with the anaesthetic and oh, this tooth gets pulled out. Hope nobody's queasy. Go for the gory details, why yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so a huge trauma, really, big, horrible trauma. And um, he got in the car and and just screamed. I mean, like, really, really screamed. And because I'm so amazing as a mother... <laughs> Uh, no, because of everything, I guess because of what I'd learned or maybe just wisdom in the moment, I just let him scream. I was just like, yeah, Isaac, just let it out. Just really, just let it out, love. It was, it was horrible. It was really horrible because it was, it was really horrible. And he screamed and he screamed. And I was just like, yeah, we just asked Jesus to come in and really just bring his healing and just bring his comfort to you. And we we're praying. And, and we did, I did this for about... Well, he did it really for about, I don't know, maybe like however long, I don't know, however long it was, a few minutes. And then I was like, all right, Isaac, now we're going to, now we're going to just really leave it with Jesus and we're going to ask him to have healed it and we're going to ask him to bring his peace. And look, we're going to look out the window and started to like, just, you know, bring an end to it, if you mm. like, bring a, an end to it rather than just endless, endless. I think I might have said, let's get McDonald's. some ice cream. I might have done, I think it was Dairy Queen, I think, but... We got some ice cream and it was sort of like, so it's like he'd had this moment to really let the emotion out. But then there was, to be perfectly honest with you, a moment like that, I think it could just have gone on for an hour if you don't sort of bring it into it. And um, and, the, and the proof's in the pudding because he's not, I mean, he doesn't like going to the dentist, but he's not at all afraid. He remember going back to the dentist a few weeks later to have it checked and he was absolutely fine. Like there, there was no trauma. There was no... Well, there had been trauma, but the trauma came out. So, um, so well done. Yeah, but that's not really why I'm saying it. Is no. it? I'm saying it because these feelings need expressed. But, but it isn't just an end. If we if we just endlessly, endlessly, endlessly cry or right. endlessly, endlessly, endlessly feel stuff, I'm not sure that we actually are making progress. Right. So we don't want to get stuck in a loop. That's it. Don't want to get stuck in a loop. So we want to be able to express it. But there are times where, where even, even the Lord's parenting of us, which is really, really important, where he will be saying, just like you did with Isaac, okay, love, now, what's that over there? And it's okay now. And Do you know what I mean? There's that moving on yeah. period. So I, it's, it's good for me to express it. But, if I, but we all know it. If I get stuck in this loop, the danger with that loop is that it starts to then turn into self-pity or anger towards other people, bitterness. Well, you're ruled by then the emotions and the feelings. Aren't and there's you? So no real freedom, is there? No. So you're as tied up as you were when it was buried because you just, yeah. now you're just tied, tied up in the feelings. Right. So how about we have a little talk about what, what we actually mean by bringing it to God? Because bringing it to God is the, that's what we want to be doing. We want to be bringing it to God, but we could be just crying and crying and crying and saying God, but but maybe we are we actually bringing it to Him? Yeah, it's almost like when you were saying that, it's almost like there's something that needs to come out of us. Like I'm not, like I don't mean like deliverance or anything. I just mean like we need to express. There's some sort of an exchange with the Lord, 
or a transaction with him yeah, where I'm right. I'm pouring it out to him mm-hmm. and I'm asking that as I pour it out to him, however I do that, and we'll look at some practical things, but then I'm asking him, Lord, can you give to me the peace that I need in this situation? And the healing. And, and to kind of actively receive it by yeah. faith. You know, I'm receiving, Lord, that you... That you're healing this and you're restoring and as I'm pouring out to you, I'm... Receiving something back because that's what the cross is about. It is a divine exchange, isn't it? We, yeah. It's like if we only bring our, our repentance, we've got to receive our forg- his forgiveness. Exactly. Otherwise we, you stay in a loop of feeling bad and guilty and shameful and I'm yeah, repenting well you, again, Lord, and now I'm, rep- I'm actually, such a terrible person. Yeah, you're losing the power of the cross, really, because right. the cross stands there for what we bring, but then it stands for what we are able to take that's the beauty of the cross really isn't it just he you know i was reading it the other day like he was crushed for our transgressions transgressions and he was i'm so bad at quoting scripture but it's isaiah 53 it's a good one (laughs) so for me one i need to i need i found that i just crying or just talking it somehow doesn't, um, I just, I end up in a loop. It's almost like I've just got to repeat myself again yeah. to make sure I said it right. Yeah. So I've said it many, many times on this podcast, but writing, writing it out or making a list, this is this is what's going on inside. These are the feelings. This is, because you get that niggly, ugh, sicky feeling or you get that racy heart, sweaty palms. You, you feel it when your feel, feelings are stirred. You get you getting yeah. that you know agitated. But I want to go a step before that because I think that's very good. But what if you? But somehow you've got to believe that that in doing that, God's even there to listen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to share these couple of verses from Psalm thirty-four, verses seventeen to nineteen. It says the Lord hears His people when they call to Him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. So I wonder whether even a scripture like this, and there are many more like it, that we could look at that. Even you guys listening, you could take that verse. If you struggle thinking, well, is God even listening to me? Like I feel like my prayers are hitting the ceiling or whatever. There's some really brilliant promises in here. That it basically says the Lord hears when his people call to them for help. So as we call to him for help, we have this promise that he does hear us and that he rescues us. And so uh, there's something in us before we start that process where we have to say, Lord, I believe I'm, I'm choosing to trust that as I pour this out to you, you're hearing and you're going to make a difference. Yeah, and that's good because we, because we have to understand that we're bringing it to him. Yeah, we're not just bringing it out into the surface. Yeah. That's that's what the that's all the world has, isn't it? Just bring right. bring it out, connect to it. I mean, none of what we're talking about is any different to what therapy or counselors would say. The solution, but the solution is massively different yeah. because it's bringing it to him and yeah. asking him to bring his healing. Right. So for me, writing that's been a big big part of just bringing out this is what's going on god this is what i'm feeling and not being ashamed of it you know because sometimes it's very very childish seriously i wouldn't i don't know i'm gonna tell you what it is okay <laughs> i want to go and read it now <laughs> that's another point i don't keep it 
No. I just rip it up because it's not, it's a, it's in that moment. It's not something to, it's differently, different to journaling in a way. It can be diaries. more irrational, can't it? Yeah, it's really when, irrational. When those feelings are expressed, it's more irrational. It doesn't define who you are. It's just that irrational feeling that's kind of all over the place. Yeah. And, and it's really childlike. It's really like, I think they don't like me or I don't think I did a good job or I think I'm rubbish or, yeah. you know, it's those sort of things. Yeah. And somehow that's what's the feeling. And that needs, oh, I'm angry. I'm angry or really can't stand them or you know like it's just and somewhere it doesn't work just to keep fighting it inside so and it doesn't work to bury it so it's bringing that out so i might write it or sometimes i just draw pictures yeah you're a good doodler actually mm. yeah no it's not so much it. the doodling i just like draw little pictures of what i feel like like maybe under a cloud or like really like five-year-old drawing but yeah I, I think i am a very i've got i've got to see it visual person you're not quite so much like that, are you? No, but I like I I'm a ty- I type it out and then select all delete, mm-hmm. so that works. That's the writing version. But I also like going for a walk, um, mm-hmm. and I'll just talk. So yeah. I, I mean, if anyone's walking near me, they'll hear. Mm. But I tend to go on a quieter mm. walk, mm. and I'll just talk it out as I'm going, and that is really helpful for me because something about walking. I don't know what it is about walking, but when I walk or when when we walk, it's sort of I don't know if it disconnects your rational thinking more or if it just I think frees it, you to speak more freely i don't know i think your body is so focused on walking that it like frees up you it's hard to be able to i mean anyone like no i don't mean just you yeah i don't yeah speaking aloud lots of people find that um painting just you know we do a lot of messy painting at um Alal, which is just it's not to create something or even try and analyze it but it's just using the paint and putting your hands in the paint to just express mm. the mess inside <laughs> that's really helpful I, I, well I, I i like a good old dance you do i, I like a, i like those songs where you know sometimes if you're feeling the feeling a bit restricted or a bit the chains or you know you're a bit sort of I don't know, like if I've got a lot of fear, that song, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I love that sort of, like, put it on and close the doors, don't let anyone in, and just, even just expressing that. The of, movement, yeah. Yeah, the movement of, I'm, I, I don't want this this shame and this fear anymore. I sort of, like, make myself, like, throw it down. Yeah, you can shut the curtains, close the doors, crank <laughs> yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And who cares? And why Who's not? watching? Yeah, why not? Honestly. Seriously. So I, when I was saying this to um, our team, one of our team, um, I thought this was absolutely brilliant. She said that um, she's only young and she said that she'd learned to write some of the things that she was really feeling on stones and um, and just to sort of to, to have something symbolic. And she said that then she left them for a while with with a cross and then she felt like God said, now it's time to let them go. So she took the stones and threw them in the canal i thought that was brilliant yeah really genius good. we can all really help each other so much very visual we? that isn't it yeah there, i think there's something about that visual thing like some, we have a little we have a not little but we have a cross at the front of the meeting room and mm. often we'll just have a basket there for people to bring yeah. people they need to forgive or things they want to ask forgiveness for there's something very powerful about sort of doing that motion like i'm mm. bringing it to you lord i'm leaving it at your cross i'm receiving your forgiveness and that with the stones i love that it's like here are these feelings, Lord, I've left them with you and I and I feel like you're now saying let them go. And so I'm going to, you know, that motion of putting them in, the, throwing mm. them in, the, can't get them back again. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's gone, it's dealt with, it's 
finished there's something really beautiful about that and then you've got something to to hold you back to haven't you of then when you start to feel that again or so you can be like no i let that go lord or you know yeah. there was that moment or even if you've got to revisit it you're moving forward you're not just in a spiral yeah, exactly, um, and, yeah. and we do often have to revisit things don't we yeah and people um at the grange will often especially in the winter months when we've got a fire they'll often use the fire just to write something or to put you know a forgiveness list and then just to to put that on the fire symbolically yeah not burning the people. No. Just burning the good. list. Good to know. Yeah, so then this, you know, going back to that thing you shared about Isaac, it's it's important for us to not get stuck in a loop on all this thing, is it? So that every, my whole my whole world is consumed with my feelings and how I'm expressing them to God and the ways that I'm expressing to the ways I'm expressing them to God. But now I'm starting to think, okay, Lord, I'm gonna leave that with you and I'm gonna I'm gonna do something which is gonna be life-giving I want to see a friend or I'm gonna well I think there comes a point where you do have to almost be a little bit compartmentalizing don't you yeah I think that's where I was in a place of weakness was that I just would so feel what I felt that I was just driven by my feelings and and I used to look at you who was much more compartmentalized you think actually there, there must there is a balance in this I right. need to just detach from it and just not be ruled by it in quite the same way so i had to learn how to compartmentalize just a little bit like right i've done that god i've given it to you i've asked you to come in now now i've got to get on and do something different right so what examples have we got for that i mean it could be anything anything. go for a bike ride go for a walk get on the bus just read a read a do something like do something that connects with you isn't it that I don't know, even like reading something, but not reading a big book that's on the emotions or the feelings that you've got, but just something lighthearted. Not something, something super spiritual. Putting on a detective series or, I don't know, like looking up silly videos on YouTube or Instagram or just something that Go lifts. for a run. Go for a run. Do yeah. Go to Aldi. Go to the shops. Go buy yourself a, I don't know, something not that's good, not feeding as a comfort, but just is bake a cake. Or yeah, just reach out and say to a friend. Just normal life stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, can I can we have a chat? I'm struggling, but I don't want to talk about what I'm struggling about. I just want to talk about some fun things. You know, what's going on in your life? I what's... love that because even this last weekend on the course, I think it was this last weekend, I was talking about if if we if we got to see Jesus with the disciples, how I'm absolutely convinced a good proportion of what was going on was just normal normal conversation about oh look at that bird in the tree or. Of course, a strong wind today, isn't it? Or, you know, just ordinary life stuff. Mm-hmm. And not all just, well, let me unpack Isaiah chapter 23 for you. And I mean, that, of course, Jesus was unveiling all kinds of amazing revelation, but I bet he, he, I bet he was a hugely funny person to be around. And th- there was life, there was joy, there was dancing, there was barbecues, there was, do you know what I mean? Jokes. It was just, and, yeah, yeah. It was just life. life. Yeah. yeah. I think we have the idea like we've got to make ourselves holy or we've got to make... This is where we slip into it again, isn't it? What am I trying to make myself? Actually, we can't make ourselves anything and we can't heal ourselves and we can't do self-therapy. Not, I mean, I know the world, there is an element of freedom to it, but it's not real freedom. All right, so on this journey that we're on, hopefully, of being more healthy in the way that we express our feelings, there's got to be some dangers 
with that, right? Where we can go too far one way or the other. Let's have some examples. Over to you, Catherine. The enemy is a big danger. I feel like I'm at school, Queen. <laughs> the enemy is a big danger. Yes, well done. Next question. Gold star. Now the enemy's mass. The enemy's the enemy's horrible, isn't he? Because I, I say this to a lot of people. You know, he he holds us in one way in bondage, like bury it, bury it, bury it, and then we start to to realise that's not God's way, and that he we want to let God into it. So then we start to connect to our emotions, and then it's like the enemy turns tack. It's too much. You're going to drown. And he goes the other way, and he's like, yeah, drown. Here's an emotion. Here's a feeling. Don't you feel that? Don't you remember that? Don't you think that? Don't you? Do, you know, he's like whispering in before you know it, you're at the other extreme. So we just have to be aware of the enemy. Agreed. We, yeah. And we have to be aware of overanalyzing, overanalyzing, you know, having what do I feel and why do I feel and what is it? Like, it's good. It's, there's, there's, all, like, and there's a healthy balance to maybe be pondering that with God, but he's going to show you when we start overanalyzing these feelings. We sort of like are picking them up too much. I do think that we need to learn, and I speak to myself fully in this, leaving it with God, letting God do his work of healing. Well, I was going to say, because, I mean, in life, there's in any one given day, there can be all kinds of things, misunderstandings, things Mm -hmm. that have hurt you. And do you have to process every single feeling you have to write out every feeling can you imagine you'd have (laughs) draw a picture (laughs) there'd be no time to eat or sleep you just literally every day will be like well i'm just pouring out the fact that you know when i walk it's actually really selfish isn't it if our whole relationship with god became about what i feel right so exactly so a lot of the time it's just like do you know what lord i'm just gonna leave that with you yeah i'm just i'm gonna forgive that person i don't i don't have to process it i'm gonna write it all out or dance about it (laughs) We're talking about the stuff that's to do with the stuff that's really much more deep, but we can't get bogged down in every single feeling we have. Otherwise no. we are literally going to be live living by our feelings. Yeah. But also we become, we become the center of everything and God, exactly. God, God wants freedom and healing and life for us. But yeah, sometimes we do have to have a little bit of a self-talk. Oh, I do just want to say that this podcast really isn't aimed at people who are struggling with Really, we do recognise that people have extreme depression and right. um, are really struggling in, in in a place where there is no rational thinking. Yeah. So we just want to really put that out that please don't anybody listen to this and feel condemnation. Don't ever feel condemned. Con- the, the Lord never condemns us. No. He convicts us, but it's always with something manageable and with hope. Um so we, you know, that's great when it's actually a great thing when God convicts us because it means we move forward. But condemnation always comes with shame and yeah, you do that and you're rubbish and that's the enemy. So also yeah, it's a, please it's, don't feel that. But also it's quite a journey, isn't it? Like even today, like we might be a long way away from where we feel like we need to be, mm. but we could, we could start the process by saying, Lord, I recognize that I'm not really very healthy in my emotions and I want to start that journey with you. And would you help me? Mm. So that doesn't mean tomorrow we're going to be a completely healthy, always know how to express my emotions mm. person, but I'm at least on the journey. Yeah. And and actually that, even without planning it, is a brilliant bridge to what I wanted to read of this song. You're welcome. So very good. Thank you. But um, yeah, because I mean, we could talk about this all day. We could. We literally could. So there's lots of things and hopefully it's just started a bit of a pondering for you and, and and draws you to God. That's the bottom line of what we want. And that's why I, I want to read the words of this song because it's a new song by Casting Crowns and it's called Jesus at a Distance. 
Um, but it talks about wanting to let Jesus come close. And, I, and I, I just felt reminded of that when you were saying that, Andy, that it comes down to that. It's just all of us recognising we want Jesus closer. Yeah. We want to know him closer. We exactly. want to let him in. And, and that's going to be, it's going to be one step at a time. But he's got it. He's in charge of us. He's working in our lives, not us doing it. So I'll just keep talking. Yep. All right, I'm going to read the song. Jesus at a distance, right? It says, I've been keep, keeping Jesus at a distance, so afraid to let him get too close to the two lives I've been living, as if he couldn't see them both. Close enough to feel the warmth of the fire, far enough away for me to hide, but I'm tired of walking the wire between the darkness and the light. No more Jesus at a distance, no more pushing you away. I don't want to settle for the back road of some Sunday morning faith. So I'm holding nothing back now because there's nothing you don't see. No more Jesus at a distance can change every part of me. I love that. Very good. Casting crowns. Yeah, look it up. It's a great song, actually. All right, well, let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you know everything about us, everything that's happened to us, everything that we feel, everything that is ahead of us. You know it all, Lord, and we just ask simply, Lord, today, we ask that you would help each one of us. We're all in a different place, Lord, but we do want to be close to you. We don't want to hold you at a distance anymore, Lord. We want to let you in um, to every part of our life, every part of our heart. So would you help us, Lord, to express to you some of these maybe deeper feelings that we have, maybe things that we've buried. We're asking that you would be in control of our emotions, Lord, where they feel out of control, that you would help us. Each one, Lord, I pray that there'd be real hope that would go into the hearts of each person listening, that you are the answer. You're everything that we need, Lord, and we just thank you for that. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Well, hope you've enjoyed chatting along with us, and um, we love hearing from you, and we will be back with you soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.